I think one thing that is different between um, pure ignorance and pure racism, um, ignorance you can educate um, and, and hate requires a change of the heart. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 therefore laying aside falsehood speak truth each one of you with his neighbor for we are members of one another for his name's sake prescribe truth we giving you what the doctor ordered jamal bandy apologist the lord's servant we undeserve it but christ changed our mind frame in a world full of errors the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth Welcome back, everybody, to the Prescribing Truth Podcast right here on YouTube. I'm Jamal Bandy. You can subscribe and hit that notification bell on the side if you want to be up, uh, updated when we have new and upcoming content. You can also follow the conversation on your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so at prescribe.truth at gmail.com. And now you can also hit me up if you want to uh, call in and leave a message, leave a message about a review or you have a question or anything like that, you can now call me at 801-980-6333. That's 801-980-6333. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, you can do so um, by partnering with us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash prescribed truth. Uh, we have anything uh, ranging from a dollar and up as far as reward, um, as far as tiers, and you can have rewards for those things as far as um, getting a shout out on the show, getting your questions answered on the show, um, as well as you can receive a t-shirt for those uh, who pledge $20 and up, even if it's just one time, or you can do monthly. That is completely up to you. And if not, I appreciate your prayers. If you would like a non-financial way to support the show, please, I would encourage you to leave a rating and a review on your um, iPad or your um your podcast apps that helps us out a lot. Um, so, reason why I'm on video now is because uh, this is actually pre-recorded, as you know. And um, I had a conversation on Google Hangouts with a few other brothers, uh, a few other Christian brothers, and I, with my smart self, forgot to hit record in the beginning of our conversation. So you're actually joining in on our conversation, um, and we're dealing with humility in Christ in public and private ministry. So I'm hoping you um, you enjoy. If you have any questions or concerns or anything, you want to chime in or anything, give any feedback, um, I encourage you to do so. Please do so. Leave comments, uh, email me, call in, however you would like to. That would be great. Um, so I don't, I don't want to keep you long, um, but please uh, enjoy and listen in. Um, I hope it helps. I hope it is a blessing to you and yours. In Jesus' name, blessings. Natural inclination of the flesh is I want to be right and I want to win this. Right. But we have to stop and pause and say, number one, first Corinthians 1031, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, fill in conflict in there, do it to the glory of God. Yeah. Not that my ego will be boasted up, not that people will more like me better. It's how can I glorify God in this conflict? Number two, the second G is get the log out of your own eye first. When we come when we come to the when we come to into the ring and, and lovingly hashing it out with brothers, whether they're white, black, Korean, whatever they are. The second G is I need to check if I have a log in my eye first. Before pointing the speck out in other people's eyes, I have to always see. With me and wifey beef, yo, I need to see, man, I, yo, how did I mess up? Right? Three, gently restore. Now there has to be a gently restoring. You need to go to your brother. Matthew yeah. 18, if my brother is offended, 
not not justify your sin, not justify what went down. It's going to your brother and saying, man, how have I offended you? Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, man. I'm going to share this. By God's grace, man, when I seen it, I, I Facebook DM Dr. White, and I shared my heart with him. I told him I'm a, you know, a, a minority Hispanic married to a black woman. I said, you know, that would be greatly offensive. I said, brother, I love you. I thank you for all your work you do, but this is offensive. And so we have to gently go to our brother in love and say, look, you're wrong. Um, and then what the four is reconcile with your brother, right? Gently restore, reconcile, reconciliation. Um, so that's just kind of like, I got all that, all that, you know, just local church uh, stuff like, man, making sure that we glorify God, that we check our own, uh, our own logs. You know, we go and reconcile, we go and do it in gentleness, man. That's what I have to say, man. And, and, and like Kevin said too, like, it's so hard when, when you're so smart. The scriptures tell us knowledge puffs up, but love mm. edifies, man. And it also said anyone who thinks he is something when he is nothing, you know, he falls, right? Yeah. So when we think we're, we're, we're the dude on the block, like, yo, we're going to fall. Pride comes before destruction. And, um, yeah, it just it's very – and we doing this, man, for those who will be watching this later, man, we're like, we doing this because we care for our brother. I'll say on both spectrums, bro, like, even for Brother Muhammad, man, I agree with what he said. But also, man, I encourage, um, I encourage those brothers to try to talk, man. Like, I hope they get it in, man. I hope not just on Twitter, on Facebook, like send each other a number, man. Like, really, because this is the thing: the world is watching, bro. Like, the world is watching. Mm. Man, that, and that's what I have, yeah. And that would be like a hope when I see stuff like this, and this is what makes me um, a little frustrated when it concerns stuff like this, when it's on a, a YouTube or Twitter or anything like that. Is that it seems like nobody's going about things biblically as far as confronting each other. Now, I understand uh, because James White has a public platform that you have to address it publicly. You know, you, you, know, uh, you can go to him in private, you know, as well, and get more clarification, get more understanding. But because it's a public platform, it should be addressed publicly. But... Um, but for us, like, thinking about your brother, like, I, I applaud, like, what, um, what Elias said. Like, you know, he he messaged us. Now, knowing James White, you know what I'm saying, he's not, not going to message us back. And not because, of, and I, not so much as because of um, just ill will. It's just that he don't, he already, he made it um, known before in one of his podcasts. Like, when it comes to messages on Facebook, he don't fool with. So it's like, and I know other um, Christian apologists who don't really get into messenger, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. I hope he does, I hope he does see, it. see it, you know, and um, I do hope he re you know, responds. But yes, I want to ask this question. Now, we we address his uh, his his demeanor, the attitude, anything like this. And I know we're we're speaking of James White, but this is, goes across the board uh, of anyone dealing with anyone how they handle situations. Uh, when it comes to what was said, is it? Um, does it help anything at all? That he, that he gave, gave the clarification, clarification in his updated, updated video, video as far as, far as um, uh, comparing black people like to the KKK. Is there any, uh, does that lighten the blow at all? 
or is it the same thing or or you feel like he just covering his tracks um what's your thoughts on that i think it was worse i think it was worse because he had time to sit on it he had time to 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 really think on it and 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 knowing and knowing um where the brothers were calling him out at he still didn't retract and in fact in fact what he did was he actually added a word oh i i didn't really mean you know kkk uh throughout history you know um you know dummy you're wrong again i'm right you know um you know, I, I what I meant was any 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 person who is a thinking person. It's a nice thought to be little. Any person who is a thinking person who has uh, as 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 big of a and I'm being sarcastic, so I'm not trying to belittle him. But anyone who has their their thinking cap on and 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 you know is familiar with logic and understands uh, how to think properly. So obviously you don't, because if you did, you would know what I meant was. Uh, that it was the KKK uh, I'm talking about of today, not and and he didn't say that. No. So so right, my right. thing is like my thing is the the posture of humility says, man, honestly, guys, look, let me say this. I could have misspoken. Okay, I could have misspoken, and if I did, for those of you who were offended by what I said, let me clarify what I meant. Okay, but this is what he said. He says, speaking, and, and and I think this is important too. We're not supporters of the Black Hebrew Israelites, right? Right. Okay, in no way, shape, or form do we hold to any of their erroneous, heretical, false teaching, and false understanding of the scriptures. And uh, we could we could debate that with y'all, <laughs> but but with that being said, what Doctor White said was this. This is the worst example of using and abusing religion as a cover for racism that you'll ever see, period. Yeah. He didn't say today. Now, now he misspoke. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Right, right. Right. That, that's, that's a forgivable sin. And there's, and, and we should show grace and mercy and all that. But, but where, but, but the hardening and the justifying can't rock with you, homie. I can't do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's where I can't roll with you right there. And, 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 and I'm glad you um brought that quote out because that's going to be the next thing I was thinking about um bringing up. You know, it's because see in the first thing, see in his in his response video today, he didn't address that. Uh, top uh, that comment. comment. Oh, he only he addressed the comparison between the KKK and the uh, Black Hebrew Israelites. He didn't address the uh, the comment about how this is the worst example of, of, of using religion to abuse, you know, to abuse a religion, and racism, and everything like that that you'll ever see. You know, and um, that right there, you know, was like the crux. That was like when I heard that, I was like. Uh, Nah, that's not the worst. I mean, because even if you take yeah. KKK out of it, that's, I mean, talking about Islam, talking about uh, the Catholics over in the, uh, back then. 
I mean, it's a, it's a, the persecution of the early church, and these are things he, you know he, you know he knows these things historically. So that's why we can give him the benefit of doubt that he misspoke. But like you said, it's the posture and how he dealt with it when being um, confronted with. It. You know, he, he didn't. It wasn't like there was no option for me mis misspeaking. You know, I said what I said. You know, and you just need to think about the think about Christ, think about the gospel, and don't worry about what I said. You know, just you should you and it and it's like the assumption is everybody who watches him or who watches Brother Muhammad or anybody else should know his ministry well enough to know that hey, you know I ain't talking about today. You know I'm not talking about um back then. You you know I'm not speaking of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And bro, and honestly. You know, if we was going to get into the details of things, even mm -hmm. that statement, even that statement, we could argue about mm -hmm. because and we won't even go there. But we could because you talk about how systemic racism is intertwined into the system and the fabric of America. Bruh, uh, mm. I mean, and the, the fact and we won't even like if we're talking um because I, I think is what he's saying is, and, I'm, and I'm, I don't want to misquote him here, um, but in essence, um, using religion um, in the same context as racism, like like a a racist um, kind of spin on it. I, I don't know how you can say that and understand history in this country pre Civil War, and. Mm -hmm what was given to slaves as the Bible, it was changed. I mean, books were taken out just so um, at that time, slave owners could uh, basically lie and teach slaves that, no, it, you need to be a slave. This is what the Bible says. Now, how how is that not worse than uh, some cats on the corner yelling? And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to uh, underplay heresy but come on like what i i just i i can't i can't agree with that statement personally i, I just can't do it um and and jamal to your to your question about you know did his response to that that, that level i you know i'm, I'm kind of on the same page uh with e on this um the 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 tone yeah he he did start out basically saying um, you know, people who are smart should know better. Um, and, and they should know that I didn't mean that. I mean, even in the first video brothers, he started off the video by saying, you know, on, on YouTube videos, they're saying that I lost a debate, but anyone with, with a brain would know I didn't like who, who are you debating for brother? To, I mean, when 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 you engage these cats, it's it's for the glory of God. Uh, it's not whether men here think you win or lose a debate. And I, we can go all the way down that road. I don't want to take a turn here, but just just the start of of some of these answers and replies, brothers. I just you know throughout Scripture, um, Ephesians four two, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. I mean, that's, that's pretty clear. Um, and, and I just, I don't see that 
uh, I I usually just see defense and and again my my intellect proves the fact that I'm right and mm-hmm. I just I, I just think that's a dangerous place to start. Mm-hmm. Amen. So let's let, let so like we said we don't want to make this about um, ultimately James <laughs> White. Um, right, right. So what what is the what is the so we're gonna have believers, brothers and sisters from across the globe watching this. So what is the Christian response? Again, we kind of I kind of touched on it with glorify God. Like, so what's the practical sense of you know how does this flesh out? You know, because let's be honest, a lot of people will say it's just the gospel. Like it's just the gospel. The problem is, man, and this is this is this is where. And almost makes it seem like, correct me if I'm wrong, it almost seems like minor gospel. Because, you know, they, they coined the term, and I think um, Wally Blackham and him talked about this. This was public, so I could talk about this. Um, um, ethnic Gnosticism, right? So, so somebody explain, what is that term? That, that a lot of minorities, uh, ethnic Gnosticism, that we that we esteem our ethnicity higher than the gospel. Is that true? No. <laughs> that's that's an it's an uneducated statement from an educated man. Um and, and what's so I think what's fearful, I was talking to my wife about this. What's fearful, bro, is that there's a blind spot that the brother can't see. And it, it, it so a couple of things, man. It shows us, bro. It points our hope to Christ, mm. right? Because, man, Christ never misspoke. You feel me? Christ, Christ was like, like logos. You know what I'm saying? Like the word. He he never misspoke words, and so I think, man, we need to see this as. Um, redemptive, um, but but it's it's an uneducated statement, man. Um, it, it's it's a statement of privilege. Again, it's like, well, s- stop complaining, you know, get over the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. That's easy for someone to say when it isn't in the fabric of your being passed down from generation to generation. So, so this, this not, this rate, this, whatever the term is, not racial Gnosticism, like, like that, that's an uneducated statement, bro. That that's like, you, you don't really, that's not really loving your neighbor. When you make statements like that, so I'm, I'm gonna stop there. It, do, should I elaborate on that, or was that clear? Or does anyone else want to elaborate on that? Oh, I would like. I would like to elaborate. Yeah, so he's more on it, but, uh, uh, Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Okay. So yeah, he's basically saying like he's basically saying like we esteem our ethnicity higher than the gospel. That when we when we when we when we start to talk about feeling and emotion and hurt and pain when people who are 
African-American specifically or Latino are going through a situation that affects us, whether it's our, our, our family member, our little cousin, or whoever gets shot in our family member in our community, it's like we, we, we erase the gospel. You just need to be thinking about justification by faith alone, right? But justification by faith alone has implications to the gospel. I mean, it has implications of fleshing that out. Um, it should bring compassion. It should bring humility. So knowing that I deserve the wrath of God, hell deserves sinner, <laughs> right? And I was justifi justified by faith alone. How does that flesh out? To um, and look at look at look at Paul, man. In Romans, he says, "I wish I could go to hell for my kinsman redeemer." He's not talking about Christians. So you want to say, "I can see, I can say that for Christians because he's my brother in the Lord," right? Right. But what about when Paul was talking about Pharisees, religious people? I wish I could be cut off for Christ for the sake of these brothers getting salvation. That's compassion. Yeah, what's crazy too is, you know, Paul in that section of scripture, Paul is actually talking about the benefits of being a Jew. Right? Mm. So Romans 9, Paul is outlining the benefits of being a Jew. So, and another thing we see, man, um, what, what where why do the scriptures emphasize where Jesus was from? Like if if his identity in in real life didn't matter like you remember yeah. what um he says can anything good come from nazareth one of the disciples said like yeah. that that was that was a ignorant statement made by nathaniel like it it was a, it was like a, a, a um a insensitive statement and and a, a position that he had in his mind for those kinds of people right mm. so so people from Nazareth were viewed, right? There was a form of oppression. They were viewed uh, in a yeah. certain way. And, and Jesus identified himself with people from Nazareth. Come on, man. You feel me? Yeah. So like, so like let's, let's, not, let's not act. And that's what I mean by this, this false dichotomy, man. Like, like, like so earthly, you know, you're so heavenly minded, you know, earthly good kind of mindset and i'm not saying this is dr Young, uh dr uh white's argumentation i'm just saying um people who think in these terms like there is there is no dichotomy between the two god cares about them both and and we don't elevate our ethnicity right i'm proud to be a puerto rican but i'm i'm proud to be a christian man you know what i'm saying but guess what i'm a puerto rican christian you know mm. <laughs> like yeah, I I love what y'all saying. I'm, I just want to say one quick thing, and then I know Jamal, you want to jump in here. Um, whenever I hear that statement uh, spoken by uh, a white person in this country, um, it's it's easy to say when you've never had to think about your race. Right, right. It's an easy statement um, when you've never been told about your race or that somehow you're different. Come on. It's 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 a it's a it's a throwaway comment um, because you don't want to address certain issues, um, you know, like like your brother's already saying. So whenever I've heard that statement, it, it usually comes out of that kind of context. And when you've never been told that you're different, 
um, it's easy to think that there's no reason to talk about the difference. Um, and that that's a mistake. Uh, but Jamal, brother, I, I know you want to say something. Oh, no. Well, actually, what I was going to ask was already covered. Um, I was going to ask uh, Edwin to elaborate more on the uh, ethnic, ethnic um, Gnosticism. But with uh, Baron, well, I'm sorry, Elias had said, and then um, he chimed in on it. That kind of dealt with um, what I was going to um, ask to elaborate on for just for the audience. Um, I would like to talk about, since we're on the subject um, around this, systemic racism. So I'm going to give you uh, my take on this, and um, you guys chime in, give some pushback, uh, let me know what you think. So when it comes to systemic racism, I have always taken the taken, taken the road, road where it's, I find it hard to, to uh, try to, try to uh, attack something, something that doesn't have a person. person. And so, uh, when it comes to solutions, as far as how we deal with it, how we go about it, and so like um, dealing with systemic racism, how do we get through it? How do we get past it? And I, in my mind, I'm like. But what we have to do is get to those individual people. How can we get to those individual people? A lot of people are higher ups that um, I don't have access to, so on and so forth. So we hope for people who can get in positions who can uh, speak uh, to those people who can share the gospel to, to uh, call people out, to hold people accountable, A, B, and C, to do things justly and fair. Because regardless of we acknowledge it or not, or, the, or our culture wants to acknowledge it or not, our country was founded off of biblical principles. You know, even though. <laughs> they weren't always we're carried, always out, carried and, uh, out, and uh, you know, you know racism, racism and everything else. Uh, you know, countries founded there were slaves, slaves, even though it was all created equal, equal, as our, our um, constitution says. And so, so um, yeah, that's yeah, always an interesting thing to me concerning systemic racism. racism. You know, so I feel like you know, to get to the bottom of that, we have to deal with things individually. But that's that may take a long, long time. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? What are some ways? That we can, that we can act, act um, in, in dealing with this, other than you know, you know we can talk about it amongst each other all the time and and, um, and everything else. But how, what are some practical ways you think we can go about trying to uh, deal with this issue that is apparent? Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. So I would say this, man. If sorry, does anybody want to add first? I'm I just I, I just <laughs> proverbial yeah, I life, man. Life, man. I'm excited, bro. <laughs> and man, honestly, like I'm excited, but I'm grieved, man. Um, I love, I love what G said earlier, man. Before we got on here, he said, "Man, I just, I can't wait, man, till Christ comes back." Amen, man. And we won't have to talk about these issues anymore, bro. Praise God. <clears throat> can't wait till Christ cracks that sky, bro. Like, and and we will perfectly love each other without any sin, you know. Um, but in the meantime, right? And, that, and that's where I stand at. In the meantime, we, in the meantime, we can't act like um, this. This isn't a gospel issue, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Because Christ is concerned about every. You know, He's Lord over all. Mm -hmm. Over all, like there isn't certain segments of life or issues or topics or arenas in life that he isn't Lord over. And so with this topic of race, man, I think the first way we go about dealing with it is addressing erroneous statements like this. I think this is real practical, right? Because um, if, if let's say, let's say I'm a, I'm a white male, right. And I'm at, 
I'm at the Thanksgiving table and my, my uncle makes a racist statement toward my black friend. The way, the way we come against systemic racism, my uncle needs to be challenged. Mm, mm, mm. Right. So, so the reason why that's difficult is because, um, we'll lose certain things. It's going to cost us something. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but, but the thing, man, is the little bit that it's going to cost us, it already costs the people that are being offended. Right. Right. Does that make any sense? So like, like the, these are things that like, so going back to Dr. White, like these are things that he could speak into from a position of privilege because this isn't his life. So when, so when, when, when people of color are offended, it's easy for him to be like, well, what's the problem? We'll say, well, shut up and listen. Uh. You feel me? And even if you, even if you don't understand, even if you can't feel me, listen to me and empathize. Yeah. You feel me? And like, and, 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 it, and 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 not only that, man. We don't need your permission for what we feel to be validated. Right. Mm -hmm. Come on, bro. Like, like, why? Why does Doctor uh, uh, James White be is allowed to be the one who who gives the entrance as to whether or not how people feel from what he said is legitimate. Right. You but the danger, that... it, yeah, the danger of it is being cloaked and say, hey, just go back to the gospel. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's code. That's code. That see, that's that's not dealing with the issues. Yeah, yo, it's like it's like, you know. Yeah, we know, we know, go back to the gospel, but it's undermining because it's like, oh, we're the ones veering away from the gospel. That's, that's mm. undermining. That's simplistic argumentation. Go back to the gospel. Of course, go back to the gospel. This is the gospel. So those are my, those are my thoughts on that, man. So what's the difference? Let me ask this question. Like, what's the difference though? between a person who's a you know godly believer right godly believers that are, the difference between racism and just ignorant for those who don't know somebody would say hey look i didn't grow up i say if it's a white person i grew up around all black people you know um or whatever i never i never had a racist bone in my body i don't know what I, i'm so what's the difference between racism and just saying an ignorant statement you know what I'm saying? Like it's so grace. Like uh so I am I'm not gonna say that well, I can say he said it publicly. So I'm a you though. I remember one time I was at matter of fact at the rate the race the gospel and the racial reconciliation conference. Russell Moore and then killed it had Tripoli. Tripoli was in, in his in his platform. He was talking about racial reconciliation amongst millennials and he was talking about one of his good close friends was a white brother. And one time I think he had met his sister, met Tripoli's sister. And he was just like, oh, man, like, man, like, your sister's beautiful. Did he say, I don't want to, your sister's beautiful for a black girl or something he said like that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yo, your sister's beautiful for a black girl. Would that be racist or that's just ignorance? 
Um, I would, I, let me let me take a, a step back first. first. You gonna get me in trouble on here, why? <laughs> <laughs> on the on the on the surface, um, like say if you just say if you happen you were walking by when that statement was being said, the the knee jerk reaction would be that's racist. Um, now I think this will have to go into taking into consideration who the person is, the background of the person, have they made statements like this before? Um, a, B, and C to really think about: Okay, is he really being racist, or he or she is being racist, or is it uh, ignorance, not really understanding how to communicate? The tensions mean well, but communication, you know. In our culture, it's sad, but white has always been made to look more beautiful. Um, Come on. Matter of fact, in, um, in the song of Solomon, I was I was speaking with somebody at work the other day, and um, in the I think it's in the first chapter, the um, the woman is speaking, and she said, and she was saying, don't um, don't look down on me because of my blackness. I'm black, and I'm beautiful. And I you know like that right there. She you know she was talking about skin color, but you can take stuff like that, and somebody can take that and be like, see. Even in the Bible, they try to make it seem like black ain't beautiful. You know, and, you know that's just a, that's just something that's taken out of con con uh, context. But in our culture, it's always been the case. And you think about, um, man, this 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 study I was doing on um, the Hamitic hypothesis dealing with the black Israelites, like that research on the word Negro and like you know how they classified us or how they classified human beings. Period. But where Negroes stood. In that classification, like in the classification of human beings in, a, in an evolutionary worldview, Negroes have always been looked at as the bottom of the totem pole. You know what I'm saying? Dark skin, facial features, wide nose, everything, bottom of the totem. There's you know, less than. Everybody else is more superior, more intelligent, more artistic, everything else. And so from a, from a background like that, a history like that, uh, you can see where somebody could be ignorant um, and not automatically be racist. But then again, like I said, our knee-jerk reaction is that person may be a racist. I would say, um, having to know the context of the individual who is speaking, um, I would then make the judgment of whether that person is being racist or ignorant. Now, to answer your initial question is how we know the difference. You know, along with the background of an individual, uh, you can listen to what a person is saying. Like with um, James White. And I'm keep going back to him. But, like, I don't necessarily think that he is trying to be racist. I don't think that. I think there's some pride, some pride issues that we've already addressed. So there's some pride issues and some ignorance. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because not really understanding how that a statement like that could affect us. Because he's got to think about it. from his point of view, he's like, why are y'all mad? I don't understand. You know, and like nobody, and people can do video after video after video, but that's what we deal with the pride issue. You know, because it's not really taking time to listen. You know, so at that point, you got to ask, okay, are you really wanting to be ignorant, or you know, what, or what, you know, what's going on? You know, what I'm saying because we can do the most. Yeah, we can do the most gracious video. I just want to give, I want to give a little pushback. Um, and, and I'll preface it by saying the following statements are in no way associated with prescribed truth and fully uh, associated with the proverbial life, Edwin Ramirez. Um, man, look, 
So, so in one breath, we talked about systemic racism and how it's interwoven into the fabric of our society, mm-hmm. which includes education. And then the next breath, we said, when someone makes racist-like statements, it could be ignorance. Absolutely, I agree. However, it's a microaggression. When, when somebody says, she's pretty for a black girl, that's a microaggression. And what, uh, what is a microaggression? It's verbal or nonverbal, right? Things that you've been taught, whether intentionally or unintentionally, to um, derog- a derogatory statement, a negative message to target people based solely upon their marginalized group membership. Mm-hmm. So from, from the foundation of our country, that has been an ongoing perpetual theme so that so that even if in ignorance dr young doc, dr uh, white wasn't being racist intentionally without thinking he's making a racist statement because that's the that's the very air that america gives out yeah. you feel me so th- th- that that's speaking from the proverbial life. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm, sorry, I'm, not say, I'm not saying like this. I'm sure I'm being honest because I don't want. I don't want anybody from from that listens to you to think like this is how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but from my perspective, bro, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't feel comfortable saying. And I'll say this. I don't feel comfortable that saying. Um, I've heard the argument. I tried to think about it. I, I can't say it yet. I'm not there. Where people say. Um, all white people are racist. Okay, I I I, I can't. I just can't. I, and maybe I, I just don't get it yet. Okay, but but the very air we breathe is the air of racism, and so it's it's easy for us. Um, it's easy for people of privilege to make nonsensical statements and not find it to be anything offensive because that's the norm. That's the air they breathe. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. the, it's like Peggy McIntosh said, it's the invisible backpack. So. Man, that's a great perspective, bro. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, great, that's perspective. great perspective. That was, that was, that was well put, man. man. And like, and like really what you said, I, I would, I would uh, agree with. And I, and I, I hear what you're saying. Oh, Man, and that's, and that's true. And that's true. You know, that is so that is true. So and that, and that, but see, that's it. What you just said, that is the reason why we have a question like, could something be of ignorance versus somebody actually being purposely being racist? You know, what you're saying, that's the reason why we have this question. Because we wouldn't have that question. We wouldn't have to ask that question if it wasn't being interwoven in our culture so deep. You know, that, that's, that's great, bro. Anything else I to say? It just goes to what I was saying about earlier about humility. I mean, you have to humble yourself. Philippians 2, man, the example of Christ, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. You know, just considering others' interests, look out for other interests, you know, rather than yourself, more than yourself. It's like, man, brothers, we got to guard our own hearts, man. I learned a lot just even today, man, just being like, man, like knowledge, 
man, knowledge is beautiful, but it's very dangerous, man. Like, man, and the bigger you are, man, you look, and, and, and by no, by no means, I'm saying James White, anybody is a devil. I'm just saying, I'm using him as an example. The devil, the main thing that he prided himself was pride, and he wanted to be like God. Adam and Eve, what was their fall? Pride, want to be like God, right? I want to take God's spot, and whenever we want to be right, and look, even Jesus rebuked the disciples for saying, I'm going to be the first in the kingdom, God, right? No, who, and they be for like, yo, who's the best? I'm going to be. No, you're going to be. It's like, yo, Jesus said, yo, the greatest among you is the servant. The servant. The one who serves. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve as a, give my life as a ransom. So, man, let this be a, a warning, brothers, no matter how big or small a platform stay, that we will always ministry is serving people, not serving self. Ministry is not serving our egos. Ministry, and also ministry is serving people out of inconvenient, not convenient, right? It feels good to serve people when everybody's clapping and loving you. But what about when you stand for the truth and grace when nobody wants to hear it? And, you know, I know this is going to be unpopular, but, man, we have to be, Humble and humble ourselves. Be quick to listen and slow to speak, man. man, man. And so, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I apologize, brothers. There was a moment where I lost part of what you were saying, E. Um, right before you were talking about the the clear backpack. So I, I apologize. It sounded like a uh, a perfect analogy. Um, and and Elias, I totally agree. I, I think the only thing I would add to to this original question about um, when you were saying what's the difference between ignorance and and racism and and E, I definitely caught the part about how it's woven in, and and I definitely agree with you uh, on that matter. I think one thing that is different between um, just ignorance, pure ignorance, and pure racism, um, ignorance you can educate. Um, and and hate requires a change of the heart, um, and I think there is a a a, a difference in that. Um, I know people who are ignorant; doesn't matter what color their skin is, and when they become educated on an issue, um, they change uh, their viewpoint. For there are people though that uh, will claim ignorance, and even when you educate, they still will not change their viewpoint, and that. That to me is is a heart issue, um, and so I think there are times where where that can be different. Um, but I, I don't disagree with you, E, about it being woven in so deeply, um, and and not just deeply in society, but deeply spiritually in this society. I, I think mm-hmm. we don't really talk about that, but uh, the fact on which this country was formed, um, you know, there are. There are things that, um, well, and I don't, I don't want to go too far down a different road here, brothers, but um, not just from a systemic societal issue, spiritually we are broken. Um, and there's a lot of uh, a woven uh, spiritual uh, warfare that just, um, like I said, I think 
blinds people's eyes, covers people's ears. Um, and so, yeah, but that I just, oh, one other part real quick, my bad. One of the ways of going against systemic racism um, and, and I, I normally do not like speaking for an entire ethnic group. Um, for one, I don't think I'm wise enough. Um, and, and for two, my experience growing up may not be uh, relatable to others uh, from my same group. But a lot of times there is a, a, um, a position where they feel like they have to teach someone else what their emotion means. And, and that's a problem. Um, as opposed to, and I, and I know you brothers already said it about listening. Um, there is a lot of um, wisdom in, in listening. Uh, and, and scripture talks about it quite a bit. And listening with the idea of actually hearing the person, not listening and waiting for your chance to reply. Mm -hmm. um, it's a huge difference. And unfortunately, I think um, a lot of times um, white people, uh, and it's not all of them, please, brothers, don't, don't get me wrong here, but there are a lot of times where um, this idea of, of being right um, and, and not listening with the idea of wanting to know someone else's perspective, um, but the idea of just waiting for your turn to tell them what they actually feel and what they actually think, it, um, it, it's a problem. And, and so that's, that's something that individuals can do if they really want to start working on, on making change. They have to genuinely want to know what someone else is going through. And so that's, I, I would just leave that leave that there love, love you bro that was good that was really good um, yeah and i would say man just to just to encourage you kev i honestly feel like i've learned how to listen better mm. by watching you mm. praise god yeah man um I, you do really well at i'm bro i could i could shut this whole thing down and talk you know what I mean? Like, I just, one of my flaws. <laughs> with, with much words, much sin, right? And um, I really, I really respect the fact, man, that you are a great listener. And um, appreciate pray, it. man, pray that, that we would, that we would grow all of us, man, eating just more like Christ in those areas. So that's good, man. Appreciate it, brother. Man, bro. Anybody, anybody else want to add something before we bring it, bring this uh, conversation to a close? Maranatha. Maranatha. Um, yo, I, I did, man. I don't know. I, you can edit this out if you if you think it needs to be, but I think this is important, man. Um, but you could determine whether or not it's not. I don't know. I mean, now you said I'm gonna have to keep it in. <laughs> See the way I did that? Uh, um man, I think I because I, I really I really feel like a burden to say this, man, and I said it earlier, but um, a couple of things, man, like no man, no man, um, is, uh, above reproach. Amen. Amen. You know, um, we talked about this earlier, man. If any one of us says something out of line, yo, one of us needs to correct the other person. Yeah. Like, yo, yo, E, you went a little too far. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, we need to take that in humility, man. And so 
you know, I saw, bro, I saw on, on the feed that Vocab Malone said he didn't agree with James White. Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I want I want to see Vocab Malone yeah. confront his brother in love. And I want to yeah. hear, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Right. You feel me? Right. Like he he yeah. said that he said that in the thread, but I want I wonder if he told him that. You know what I'm saying? Because he's Dr. Young, Dr. Dr. Uh, White was wrong, and and he needs to be confronted um, by others, but also the people closest to him, mm-hmm. who yeah. who have who 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 have his ear. You know what I'm saying? Walk with him, yeah. Um, yeah. And so 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 I think, man, like we talked about this. The people in Berea heard what Paul said and had the word of God in their hand. Mm. This is the Apostle Paul, bro, who said, if an angel in heaven tells you this, don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, if it goes away from the scriptures, I don't care if an angel from heaven said it. It's wrong. Right. And and I don't care. And and, and this is my last point, I promise. My, my concern is that in our reform circles and i'm not saying everyone here is reformed or not reformed whatever but in this circle of high theology and intellectualism and all those things which are beautiful right we 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 make fun of and mock our pentecostal and charismatic brothers who say touch not my anointed but in practice we do the same thing Ugh. You feel me? Like, like, don't, don't touch God's anointed. You know, Doctor White said it. Don't, don't, don't go there. And now you got, you got a bunch of little minions. You know what I mean? Like, empowered by foolishness. So, man, we got to be careful, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like, and I'm not comparing Doctor White to our president, but it's like Trump, who. When in office and uses words unwisely, empowers white supremacy to lash out mm. on KKK rallies. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not comparing, I, but what I'm saying is, man, we got to be wise with these words, bro, yeah, especially yeah. when you got a platform. Amen. So, those, those, are my, those are my closing thoughts, brothers. That's what's up, bro. You ain't got to make me editing that out. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I wanted to. I want to say this too. Like I think to add to the um, systemic racism, try to to kill that too. Is like I think a lot of people are scared to speak up. You know, to be honest, you know, what I'm saying I. I think you know, like I'm gonna use this music analogy. You know, when a person, like nobody in their right mind, and they probably will now, but nobody in their right mind will diss Jay Z, right? You diss JG, you get blackballed. Uh-huh. Let's let's use it in the Christian context. You diss Lecrae, you you might get blackballed. He's uh-huh. that dude, right? And so it, in this lofty reform, whatever circle you just mentioned, if I I know it's wrong what he just said, but if I if I if I try to say what's right, and and we have to guard our own hearts because I want my own ministry to be boasted up one day. Fear of man. And maybe our own sinful hearts wanting to get there big, big one day, we won't say anything. Like if I messed up, I might not get there. 
Mm-hmm. Or, or they might not, you know, they might not acknowledge me on the next conference or the next podcast, or the next magazine or, but man, evil is evil. You know, good is good, man. Like we have to speak the truth in love. And this is last analogy. And it's a crazy analogy, but yo, if, if, if Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew back in the days could stand for wicked, sinful, pornographic music in his day, and say, I don't care if you want to ban me or not, I will speak up about it. How much more should we speak up for the for righteousness for God? Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and sorry. And so even E, I would even I would even go beyond and saying, because you know, i so there's a select few men who get into superstar status when it comes to Christianity. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, but but there are a bunch of people on Facebook. And and really, man, at the end of the day, it's idolatry. When we esteem, when we esteem a man higher, right, right. than our Lord, like as if, like I, yo, I got a friend on here, bro, who is mocking and, and, and who is mocking the whole thing, like in support of Dr. White. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he's talking about he's got a little um a little candle thing in his hand and talking about well well this is you know this is KKK like really being ignorant. He's empowered, mm. he's empowered because his superstar theologian said something and right. he can't he can't be wrong. I mean he he's got doctorates. Mm-hmm. He's sophisticated, he's educated. Right. But mm-hmm. but with somebody like me who got broken English, I'm now I'm fluent. I'm fluent in Ebonics. Don't get it twisted. But but when somebody like me speaks, this ignorant, he does it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, man, what's the like what has God said, bro? Man, man. Mm-hmm. What has, but guess what? Uh, Peter. Peter was that dude to the church, and he got confronted by Paul. Yeah, man. Okay, hey, man. This, hey, this has been a great discussion. Um, you guys who pay attention, who listen, who um, who will watch this later, I hope this is encouraging to you. I hope this is helpful to you. Even if you disagree, I hope you're really listening to what's being said, and I'm hoping that you're trying to gain some understanding. Uh, you can contact us. You can leave comments. Uh, feel free. We would greatly appreciate it. None of us here. Uh, would be would shy away from having any kind of healthy dialogue with anybody who would like to discuss these things because we think we, we should keep this conversation going. There's something we shouldn't just let die off because it's here, it's in our face. Uh, we need to keep dialogue going. Uh, don't act like it doesn't exist. All right. But yeah. Make sure you guys uh, tune in. Hope you if you listen to us on the podcast, uh, leave a rating and a review. Once again, that helps us out a lot. Um, until next time, remember this world. As full of errors. It is full of errors. But the only thing the doctor prescribes to us, everyone else, regardless of what race, religion, anything else, the only thing he prescribes to us is truth. Blessings. Ooh, we look, that conversation blessed my soul, man. I hope it did for you too. If you made it to the end, congratulations. Look. If you'd like to connect with these brothers, there's Elias with Blockhuggers Ministries. You can follow him on Facebook. Also joined by Edwin Ramirez. Uh, you can follow him 
on Facebook, as well as he has a YouTube channel called The Proverbial Life. Um, you're going to want to subscribe to that channel and join in on that conversation with that brother, man. On the next couple of weeks, good things. Um, the other brother um, in the video was Kevin Abshire. Um, you can also follow him on Facebook if you'd like to connect with him as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, I hope you liked it. Um, it, was, it was a pretty good conversation. Um, I just want to put this plug in there so you'll know who these guys are. Um, if you didn't, like I said, you just kind of join in on the conversation. So sorry about that. I'll do better. Hey, support the truth, support, subscribe truth on Patreon so I can get better at my show. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Guess what? Guess what? What? Y'all gonna be mad at me. Mad at me. So like you you didn't record it, did you? So like the so first so like so like you know uh <laughs> you know, you know what happened was God is sovereign, bro. Nah, no, the, so, so the first fifteen minutes, minutes or so of our recording, we got video but no audio. Oh, <laughs> and so it was a lot. It was a lot of meat in that. Is I was kind of irritated about, but I didn't want to stop the conversation. I want to keep it going. That's why I ain't say anything. We preaching and teaching, believing Jesus is power to change the hearts of the heathen. The word of God, yes, breathing in truth is what we reason with lifting the risen king who rose for all of his children.